And we're talking about yay again. I, he, well, we would be streaming this in our usual location. Unauthorized viewers, I hope you're watching this recorded because we couldn't get it to stream live. And that is, as all things meta, appropriate to tonight's stream because we're talking about the way in which we project ourselves onto those objects of our attention that we usually call, I guess, celebrities. Here we are. We're back. We were talking about fan art. We've been talking about what's going on with the 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 memes and the jokes around dangerous topics. Well, tonight we're going in deeper and thinking about exactly what kind of mirror we're looking in when we so much need those people to be on our screens. So if you're watching us tonight, welcome to the Mosaic Arc. wherever we are. We're not really on the internet anymore. We're just in Telegram, which is our backup. I'm recording. That's good. What happened with unauthorized? We don't know yet. So where are we? I said the, 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 I'm back home. You can see, um, the to be continued is continuing. Oh my gosh. What just happened? I think, I think all the internet got broken today. Yeah. <laughs> what I happened did. did you woke up in the middle of this particular timeline with what yay and nick fuentes walking through the miami airport oh my goodness what just that i don't even know what story we're in now i'm overdoing it yeah 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 the time, <laughs> no the timeline the timeline's gone a bit weird you know a I mean, it always is. I wake up and I'm I'm wondering what's going on in the middle of the day or the middle of the evening, wherever the hell everyone else is. <laughs> this is usually making coffee in the morning, just sort of catching up on madness from all of these different places. I think, oh, okay, I wake up, I make my coffee. What's going on today? Oh, yeah, Kanye's at Mar-a-Lago. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. And 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 saying, oh, we got caught in traffic and it was raining. And what you know? What do you think? What did Trump say when he said, "I'm running for president"? I Mm-hmm. <laughs> not everybody yay, so not yay. everybody even in our home turf of, of the dragon common room chat is necessarily impressed by these oh yes and we have yeah. to add of course that milo has now been um 
uh, promoted, I suppose, uh, d declared in multi multiple social media moments um, that it, it adds to uh, the campaign manager. Right? I'm really stuttering tonight. It's like the stutter, stutter, stutter. I'm not, I'm not able to stream into our usual chat, and I'm she's, and I'm she's still full of Portuguese food. That's I, what it is. I am. You're having with. I am. I I I'm in sugar I withdrawal. They have the but like sweet eggs and beans, and it's a savory sweet. It's all very delightful and nourishing and i don't know how to be back over here on this side of the Atlantic. although i do have i have <laughs> i have a new fidget toy which i'm i'm hoping will help 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 our stream tonight but also help our streams in in um in great because i had this um i was at mass which we have some pictures tonight for the mass at fatima where our lady appeared in 1917 for several months in a row on the 13th of each month. Uh, and I, at the end of the mass, I had, I had to have my friend who was, who took me there translating everything for me. And there's something that the happens at the end and everybody's rustling in their bags. She says, they're blessing the object. He's the priest is going to bless objects that everybody brought. And I, I, you know, I brought my rosary because of course Fatima is our lady of the rosary. And so we, we, we now have special energy, spe special electric energy with my rosary. And though I'm just going to fiddle with the beats. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> oh my gosh, do we need it? There's the frequencies are going mad. The frequency concern. So it's it's actually so I Fatima. I will have to confess was not in fact on my bucket list. I know, horrifying. Hmm. Here, here I sit with Our Lady every every week, every day, every you know, and I pray her hours every every morning and such. But I have not in my journey yet till now been that interested in the modern apparitions why is that how 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 can you as a devotee of our lady ignore the apparition well one i think the the thing that people do tend to remark on is she appears without her son in uh -huh. these images so at mm -hmm. lourdes and well la salette and lourdes and fatima um, and so she, in, in the statues and, and images of her, she'll be just herself, just standing. Uh, and it both, in both Lourdes and Fatima uh, with the rosary, although I think it's Fatima that's Our Lady of the Rosary because the children are playing, praying the rosary when she, they see her, but they don't recognize her for some time. Um, they, you know, she's just sort of a lady that is just there. And, and I realized that actually that fit for me. There's the image that we've been using to pray on campus. Although I was told later it's mm -hmm. not Fatima, it's Lourdes. And they look alike to me because they're, again, she's in white and she's got a rosary and she doesn't have her son. So I get confused. Um, but that I, I'm not good at recognizing her in that in that guise. I, I need her to have Christ with her to really think of it as Mary. Mm -hmm. That's one That's one level. Okay. Well, I was just thinking she appeared in in Egypt as well at Zaytun, right? And uh, she was there without without our Lord. And, and when was that? Mm. When was and that? Chronologically disabled. Oh, okay. Sometime, <laughs> sometime in the sixties, I think. Modernity, um, just just but, modernity. We can we can go with that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Some at some point in in modern time. Um, and uh, she appeared to massive crowds of people. O originally, 
they thought that there ha- there was a person who had climbed on top of the church mm. who was trying to take their own life. And so people at, on the street started to scream, saying, you know, lady, don't jump, come down. And then they realized she was hovering and it wasn't jumping. So uh, more crowds assembled. Uh, a huge amount of Coptic Orthodox Christians and also huge crowds of Muslims as well um, who could see her. Um, yeah. But, again, without her son. Well, so it's interesting. Fatima is, of course, Muhammad's daughter. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so Our Lady appearing at Fatima in Portugal is... A... <laughs> Talk about media moments, right? A, a mm. Pretty, pretty... It's like which branding are we going for there and to say she, you know she's speaking to the shepherd little shepherds whose tombs are there in the basilica um about russia mm-hmm. but at fatima i i mm. I, I do rather think our lady knows how to troll <laughs> <laughs> for sure that's pretty for sure <laughs> um no so but what i i think i may have mentioned this it before but well it's it, it's sort of necessary here that she when she appears in these modern apparitions she's doing it in this like electricity it's light it's the mm-hmm. the apparitions in the 19th century are very close to when uh the telegraph transforms our our media experience and the 1917 i mean you're sort of in the peak of the the radio coming into to play and in one of the in one mm-hmm. of the images in one of the apparitions which i i i had to show my guides there um the images that we have at saint john cantius and i said well which one's which is this one and, and i was i understand now lourdes has the blue sash so you can know lourdes by the sash but we have another image that's an actual full statue at uh, at saint john cantius but it's not the usual praying hands that I've seen in more of the Fatima images, she's she's sort of going like this, she's kind of her her power move. And indeed, my guide explained um, that's like beams came out of her hands. Okay, <laughs> I I'm 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 thinking Our Lady Ultra Light is beams. showing us the media form in which we are now encountering uh, the messages. The, the the medium mm. of the of the light that she has to appear in in our current media format whereas in the middle ages i mean she appears more to uh the learned and the liturgically active and the you know sort of trained in scriptural exegesis and meditation whereas in the more modern apparitions she appears to the children and and the pe- peasants and the the people in a different guise um mm-hmm. well it, it's like that that the scholarly class is not redundant because obviously i can't say that because i'm talking to a scholar and you'll kill me but you're not redundant it's just that the the medium changes the accessibility of the scholars right Right. So, this is the this is the argument where everyone uh, talks about you know, in the institutional universities or academia being irrelevant now because we have the internet. Yet that it's not a redundancy; it's just the medium for what was previously done 
has changed. We're, we've left manuscript culture. Now we're in the electric, which means that the, uh, the broadcasting of that uh, meditative, mystical Christianity is, it's different. It's, it's, it's global, it's electric. So it makes sense that she's like, she would be peering to children Cool. Ultra light beams. Um, and and like scheduled always, uh, too. She comes. She comes on the thirteenth of the month from May to October. So now mm -hmm. this is again. I not. I like. I said I hadn't had Fatima on my list, and um, it was amazing being there. It was. It was like Our Lady said, "You must come." So I'm going to get you invited mm -hmm. to Portugal to give a talk <laughs> about art. She got you and there. Mo and, mo and movies, uh, like we were talking about last time. We got more thinking about mm -hmm. this. It's like, what kind of media experience is it to be there and and what I mm -hmm. learned there. So Our Lady says, you need to be here. And I'm looking at it. One, it's architecturally hideous, let's just say. <laughs> the, particularly the modern stuff. Because it's you know needing to accommodate the crowds of people that come on these to these feast days, the the apparition mm. days, and there is a there is an older basilica like an early twentieth century basilica which, again we have some pictures later in the stream you're gonna have to stick with us to all the way to the end to get to this particular showing, um the the basilica is, is I guess 1920s, I'm, I'm guessing, right? It, it looks more classic. But then the more recent constructions are very brutalist architecture or glass walls or just a roof with glass walls. And um, the, the sculptures and imagery is, is very, I mean, it's quite disturbing, uh, particularly like the crucifix in the main plaza area is very rough. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's clearly a, a place of modernity as compared with the, the churches yeah. that I tend to prefer, the Gothic and stained glass that we've talked about. Um, and, the, and the most sort of ugly thing visually about it, if you go there not on one of those feast days, is the entire space in front of the basilica, this sort of hill, is basically asphalted over, although it's very soft asphalt. Why, you ask? <laughs> <laughs> have yeah, have just, they covered I'm, I'm this whole thing this. over? Not... Well, it's because people kneel and then creep across the space, right on the on their oh. knees. So it's a penitential way now. And um, in the movie, in the movie, a movie we saw at the conference, you can see the people. They put little pads on their knees and they creep, 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 creep. And it's I think it's still kind of hard on your knees, but it, it's like how do you accommodate that? number of people into this prayer space mm -hmm. it's it's a challenge for i mean the the neighboring community because there's like hotels and and gift shops with all those statues and then the the space itself is basically open to this the sky but it will fill with people and candles once a month every mm -hmm. year for the summer Yeah, so it's a it's a bit like a festival town, like Woodstock. Not you know normal life most of the time, and then uh, for this grand event, full of crowds that are there and uh, kind of adjuration and turn the place upside down, and then they leave and come come back again. 
It's interesting you mentioned Woodstock, which is, of course, (laughs) (laughs) how like or unlike Woodstock to this prayer place. Hmm. We're we're in these. Yes, the divergent tiger bear at the top. There's a bar and a button that says join. You have to look in the channel to join. Yeah, right. if you're just in the chat, you have to look in my channel, which is Fencing Bear at Prayer. Uh, can someone st- someone drop a link to the channel in the chat, and then people can figure out where how to find the live stream because it's in the channel. Um, thinking about mass adoration in mm-hmm. modernity and the kind of creepiness of seeing so many people so wrapped up in. A, pra- and a practice, an event. The difference, of course, being that at Fatima, it's, well, interestingly, the, 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 the basilica that's there now, which has, I realized I put the wrong pictures because I wasn't going to talk about the buildings, but here I am talking about the buildings. It, it, it's very white. The, the stone is very white and it gleams when the sun mm. lands on it, which is, is quite beautiful. But that is not, in fact, the focus of where the apparitions were. The apparitions were down the hill by this little chapel where there's another prayer space and, and an altar for mass. The, the chapel where the apparitions were is basically the size of a closet. It's tiny. And, <laughs> and there's a tree next to it. And the apparition was not in the tree, but by this little chapel. So it's like the focus is off even in the built place where people come to pray. Um, mm. I suppose I also, and I think this is, this is appropriate to our theme for tonight. I find, I find these modern prayer places. Uh, it's like there are too many people and it's, it's, it's mm. the sort of thing that, ends up easily ridiculed by certain of our friends on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who might see this as idolatry. Although it's not, it's not in fact focused on a statue, which is interesting because medieval pilgrimages to Marian shrines like Montserrat or, um, oh, I forgot some of the other, well, like Saint-Foy Conk is a statue, but it's not a Marian shrine, or Commodore, right? Uh, are on about images, right? So if you saw all those people creeping up the hill and they were at Montserrat, I they couldn't creep up the hill, it's very steep, but, and, and you saw them focusing all of their attention on this throne of wisdom, this statue, you could say that's straight up idolatry because there's this idol, there's this, this image that is the focus of their attention. They're not even it. There's no necessity to have a um, imaginative engagement or, you know, a contemplative reflection because there's a statue. It's Kelly, I'm tongue tied tonight. This is very interesting. I can't stream on unauthorized and I can't talk anymore. Um, the, the, the energy lines are disrupted. What should we do? You are at Montserrat, for example, focused on a statue. Okay, at, at Fatima, mm-hmm. there's statues everywhere, but the the devotion is not to a statue. It's to the memory of this vision that the the first the little shepherds had, and then when the sun danced on October thirteenth, nineteen seventeen, everybody had. So like at um, in Egypt, the one. 
Yes. Zaitun. And Casey says 1968, Zaytun. she says, Our Lady of Zaitun. Hey, I got the you decade You got the decade right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically it's a commemorative statue. It's not actually an idol. Is what you're saying. Right. There's no, the, 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 so there's, there's lots of imagery and, you know, there's a building up there at the top, but that's not actually the focus of the creeping. It, it's, it's the, mm. it's the memory of her appearance that is the, the attention. So the, like a lot of Protestants would say, you're creeping for Mary, you're making her into a goddess. Right. Why are Catholics creeping in repentance uh, on a site that the the mother of the Lord has has appeared at? Right. Why are they repenting when she's been there? Instead, you know, instead of what the Protestants would say, were oh, it, well, it's not Jesus there, so why are you why are you crawling on your hands and knees for a woman? That's what they would say. Yes. So this. Happily, we have a number of people watching now. Thank you. Um, Divergent Tiger Beard, the, the, the slave girl veil I had, um, I got it at a belly from a belly dancer shop. <laughs> and I got four of them in different colors because I knew that I was going to have to wear them regularly for about a year. And, and therefore, you know, this also, I think, is apropos to our theme. At what point is this adoration, memorialization, prayer practice idolatrous and at what point is it reverent and devotional and how do we tell the difference and what does that have to do with our current the the, the current culture crisis that we're in well i so i'll well just go to our mm. images because that always helps me focus <laughs> interestingly right i need our i need our images so we have we have some interesting media transformations in our own little world of late I'm, I'm, i've got i've got two characters here on screen that in this image may or may not be immediately recognizable because they've got their one of them's got his head down looking at his phone and the other one's looking at the one looking at his phone and neither of them are in their full uh usual um performance mode mm-hmm one of them I've met in person many times. He's my friend. The other one I've not. Mm -hmm. And I've only seen him with my friend. So it's a sort of meta level uh, experience for me seeing a photograph. But what do we do? What do we do with Milo and Ye now? <laughs> that sound of music song just popped into my head. <laughs> what should we do? Yes. Hey, what do we have? Problem, problem called my Milo Ye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> How do you solve a problem like my little game? Um, well, what do we do with this? <laughs> well, okay. So we wanted I'm... we wanted to carry on with just like we you know set it up. It's like we're, this is a problem about what the I, the, the 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 third. Golly, I'm tongue tied tonight. The term. Someone give this woman a Portuguese custard tart for the God, love of God. I just need more wine. No, the thing is, I think I'm I think I'm tongue tied because. I feel cathected on this problem and I'm nervous about it, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. And that you and I, we actually came up with the, 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 the sort of problem when we finished the last stream and we were thinking about fan art and what that means and then saying, okay, but there's the devotion of wanting to make the art. And then there's the, mm -hmm. the need or the, 
um, it, it's not a it's not a psychosis. That's the wrong word. The just misdirection. The it's an, a kind of ecstasy. No, no, no. I'm thinking. I think so. There's the positive and negative attention that we're worried about, and what oh, what do yeah, what yeah, do we yeah. do being obsessed or attentive to public figures like Milo and Ye because. I mean, the, the big deal being Ye just went to Mar-a-Lago to talk with Donald Trump and, you know, that there mm -hmm. there is the, the media environment that we are in enables this kind of presence. How's that? That 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 works. Yeah. Yeah, that works well. Um, well, it's 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 like a, it's an especially striking thing because. Excuse me. We're looking at two artists that are in politics. Yes, keep going. The two, the two fields have bled into each other. There is no borders, no boundaries anymore. Instantly, this is a new thing in the world, maybe. For my memory, I can't imagine a time where... two men that have been as artistically avant-garde as Milo and Ye have been. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> driving, driving to the home of a former president to discuss political collaboration. It's quite weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, like, it must be so strange. For uh, I mean, for you because Milo is your friend, <laughs> but it, it, <laughs> I, well, there's no context for this. I'm 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 trying to imagine some comparative context. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. Uh, well, I think you described it. You happening. described it as that these are people that we've known as artists and, and performers. Yeah, yeah. and. You know, politicians, we, we know that politicians ever since the media age, I mean, from the radio, FDR makes the radio his performance, as it were. Oh, yeah. And then yes. um, just just what yesterday we were remembering that President Kennedy w was killed. Um, 63, right? So, um, 59 years ago. I can't, I can't, no I can't do the math. I can't do anything. <laughs> we're all these, like we're in the, we're in the media environment. We can't even talk tonight. Um, so but, uh, Kennedy was very, very strong on television. So, so much so that men stopped wearing hats, right? The fa famous little trivia to after, after oh. Kennedy didn't wear a hat. And so men stopped wearing hats and it was directly tied up with the way Kennedy appeared on television, right? So we have our first real mm. television president. And and then you know Trump comes along. Of course, all of the news, all of the the, inter, the social media news says he's back on. He could be back. He could tweet again, if he if he so chose, <laughs> which is is weird of itself. It's like what? Why? Why should as everyone say? Why should a billionaire Elon Musk get to say whether or not the president gets to make speeches? Uh, and mm -hmm. and that again is not new in in media world because at least in the United States, the media has in fact been, you know, privately owned if publicly licensed or something it, that, that public private mm -hmm. thing has been a persistent issue in, in American culture. 
And we're, we're in this sort of tongue-tied place of, okay, so Twitter is back open. Yay is tweeting. Milo is not tweeting yet. Uh, you know, it, the, the degree to which we're able to have a voice in what context and what does that mean? And then here are these people. Mm. And I think maybe this is, I'm getting the, to, to the core of it. It's a sort of puzzle that I've seen. Here are these people that are able effectively to use these media and that pisses other people off. Like, how dare, how dare, you know, Trump get to have, yeah. you know, access to this platform. It's like, because when he does, everybody watches it. it it's like he's, he's, it, it, there's no control over whether or not you follow a particular Twitter account or not. I mean, it's not like back in the day when I was growing up and you had nothing but network television and you had to watch mm. the three channels plus the local channel, you know, and maybe PBS and those were your choices. Yeah. So people, you know, the, the three networks had complete control over what got broadcast. And now if these artists are particularly effective at their performance, people watch and can at will because they're streaming. Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, Divergent Tiger Bear says Ike was the first to use TV for his campaign cartoon ads. Okay, fair. Right. So we're in this, you know, this new moment, which everybody's still freaking out about of the degree to which simply being effective in the media is either dangerous or qualifying. Mm. I'm thinking about that. Well, Trump was reality TV president. America's already blended reality and television now. That's a thing. That's a very American thing. Then, of course, both become not really either reality or television. <laughs> this is, is, so, is, is yay running is for president culture. actually reality? <laughs> when we're saying, what timeline are we on? It's like saying that there's multiple mm -hmm. versions of the story that we could be living through, and this is one option. Mm. But these things are happening in the real world too. And it's like I think they are actually in Florida. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> right? <laughs> they were apparently in LA yeah, the other day. And this I this I find strange too. It's like I was in Portugal last week and now I'm home and I made it, you know, from one side to the other in less, you know, less than twelve hours. It's a nine hour flight. And and there's a you guys have the shortest flights. I know, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're like nine, ten hours. It was a really long flight. I, well, I didn't say that. I've been to Sydney. It's a long way. <laughs> I've been on the longest flight in the world from Dallas to Sydney. It's it's a, it's a terrifically long. Oh, my gosh. But but even then, it's, it's less than 24 <laughs> yeah. hours. I, I think, actually, if you go from here to... Uh, well, there are other ways that you can, but you have to break those up and land, right? So the longest continuous flight, I've yeah. been on that one. Really tight. Yeah, it's, it's oh. quite long. They should, give, they should give you a badge after you get off. I want a badge. In any yeah. case, yeah. that we're in this, you know, as, as we say, in a world. Well, in the world where we can be mm -hmm. talking and you're on the other side of the world, I can fly and be physically mm -hmm. out from one side of the Atlantic to the other. Um, these mm -hmm. people that we're looking at in, in these screens 
you know, it's like everyone's there's there, you know, yay's there on his screen in this in this photo. I'm on my screen looking at what you all are saying on your in the chat. Um Okay, Divergent Tiger Bear is saying the the reason normal people go to New York City to watch shows on Broadway, it's the clout of the location. Studying theater history really expounded upon my mass media communication education. Yes, and and this is I think, you know, there's okay. there's another way in which I think we're in a transformation now that everybody's gotten practiced on Zoom, but you, you realize you don't like actually not being able to be with other human beings in a physical space. So, you know, why why go to Fatima when it's where their apparitions were when you can pray anywhere because clearly Mary can appear at will in different places. And that physical, I, that I was happy to be physically there. And that mattered, even though it was a, it wasn't an apparition. It wasn't a, you know, where she walked or, or bones or anything like that. It, it was still just a, a, a media experience. Um, that now people are going to be the studio audience that you get to go to New York mm. and be in the studio audience when Milo's recording like I did, <laughs> or you get to go to the mm -hmm. concert. And even if they've streamed it all across the world, you get to be physically in that place. It's, it's the, you know, there's a, a quality of desire to be in the presence that we're, we're witnessing. Yes. Well, it's the creation of sacred spaces. So like a few things have popped into my head. First, there's this sensation that you're kind of on the same, you're on the same track, just in a different time. Like, you know, vinyl records, how they've got the, um, the groove and actually it's just a giant spiral and it kind of goes on and on and on. And the needle starts on the outside and it just keeps going around and around and around. So even though you're on the same point in terms of the, the record left to right, you're on a different little part of the groove kind of next door to it. That's kind of the sense that I get when I've been in places that have been historically significant for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, like you're in the same point, but just shifted slightly to the side on the timeline. But the other thing is like, people are doing that kind of thing all the time when they go to somewhere like California and they see the, what is it, the the Walk of Fame? Mm -hmm. You know, they have the, the stars in the, the marble on the, on the floor. Right. So it's the kind of pilgrimage uh, instinct that everybody has. We want to set up we, we want to have these locations set up that are the, the scene of a devotional activity. It comes out religiously in Fatima. It's going to come out in different ways when it's not done religiously, but it's very similar. It's going to look the same. So I'm, I'm, it's curious to me that we ended up on, on place when I told you specifically, I was only going to put pictures in of people. <laughs> um, Milo can be very handsome as he is in this, He's gonna in this me. photo. No, it's, 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 it's an interesting, I think we're, we're really fighting the waves right now. I feel, I feel like this is, this yeah. is a hard stream because maybe I have jet lag. It could be that, right? I still I don't know what time it is, yeah. but I think it's, it's, it, I find maybe 
<laughs> I'm thinking that the topic that we're supposed to be talking about is one that I'm going to find hard to talk about. And we just have to go mm. through into it. Right. Because <clears throat> there is the, this is Milo when he was in Budapest. Some years, some year, years ago in this magnificent charcoal suit and a very beautiful picture. And I've, of course, watched him for many years now and met him in person, you know, friends with him. Really, you guys, I am. So just <laughs> I'm amazed. I'm still amazed that, you know, there's people out there in the social media <laughs> world that don't know that, given the number of videos I've been on with him. But it's like it's not real to them. I, I don't, I, how so not, right? But there are so many people projecting themselves onto him constantly. Mm -hmm. And in, in this, in this image of him majestic, he's inviting it. He's saying, I'm going to pose for the camera here and be that screen that you project your desires onto quite clearly. Hmm. And what are we, to, and this is, this is our deep question. It's only taking us 48 minutes to get into it. No, wait, we started late. What do we do to the people that we're projecting those desires onto? And, and this, this, this tension between, okay, so in the, in the internet world, we're always in the internet world. We're in the internet world now. One of the things that I find, I hear a lot, a lot about Mary is she can't possibly hear your prayers. She's only a human being. She's not divine. She's the mother of our Lord, but not divine. He's saying that she's been assumed into heaven as bodily there, therefore no physical relics on earth. Um, that does not, or so the argument goes, that does not mean that she can respond to all of your prayers as a divinity or as God, right? A divinity implies there's multiple ones. So she cannot respond to our prayers because that would, that would give her the capacity to be all way, all places at all times. You go mm -hmm. to Fatima and you're praying to her, but you can pray to her anywhere. I pray to her every morning and in, in the sense of intercede for me, please with, with your son. Um, and yet, and yet we seem to do this projecting and praying onto people who are alive now, whose pictures we see online. Mm. Mm. Mankind has a devotional urge. Um, okay, so the first thing on the on the subject of Mary, Saint Mary, or Theotokos. I always have to watch myself because so many author bros get angry with me when I say Saint that. Mary. It um, means holy. She's holy. Yeah. She's holy Mary. Yes. Um, all holy, the all yeah, holy. Yeah, Saint yeah. means sanctus, sancta yeah. is holy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't um, get, don't get all bent well, out of shape whether she's been canonized or not. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Carry on. No, no, it's fine. It's like uh, it's just I have to I have to say that because I know that it will come up. But she's not in time the same way that we are. Right, that that's but and does that answer it? Right, to say she's not in time because then then she's she could be out of time, but can she hear all of our prayers? It's, think about the, the 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 hubbub of of praying that happens at Fatima 
I mean, even 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 on mm-hmm. on the day I was there, which was a, you know simply a Friday, there were I don't know hundreds thousands. I I'm not sure how many people were there because the space is so vast. It, it, you don't have a, it's inside outside. You don't really have a sense of exactly how many people are there. But when on the third on the thirteenth of the month, it's full, and you could say could 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 mm-hmm. a human being hear all of those prayers? Could a human being even assumed, you know, resurrected and assumed into heaven and therefore in heaven rather than on earth in that holy of holies place, wherever that is, realm, hear all of mm-hmm. our attention? Yeah, so it's like someone saying, oh, can some can a single person possibly read every single tweet they've been tagged in? And worse, yes. Yeah. Or Milo... Yeah who you know has his own social media presence even without twitter and being you know bombarded Mm -hmm. daily by people simply wanting him to pay attention to them pay Mm. attention to me pay attention to me pay attention to me and the and the feeling of if you get his attention even momentarily it being a, 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 a an event that you'll remember I mean, think, think, think of if it, if it, that you feel that way about Milo, how, what would that feel like for our lady to pay attention to you or God? <laughs> but then, but then what are we doing to those people whom we have made? I mean, some people seem to feel sorry for Mary saying, you know, she simply, she was simply a human being, you know, a woman pr- burdening her with all of that longing it's cruel. I have to think about that. I don't want to give a rushed answer to it. I mean, This is why she's venerated though. This is the the reason, uh, you know, at least for us, we're venerating her because she gave everything to the Lord. It wasn't like a, um, you know, a moment where he said, oh, I need you to do me a favor. Okay, what is it? Um, just, you know, run this errand and, and, and go and give this message to someone. Uh, and then you're, you know, you're, you're done. Her entire life was uh, in the service of the God of Israel. Every single thing that she did. But and even then, so, what are we say? Not. Imagine, okay, so this the exercise is made helpful by saying, look, Milo is an individual, living human being, yes, on upon yes. whom millions of people at one point or another projected their attention, wanting him to pay yes. attention back, mm. and because he was very responsive to... in his social media, they you know, and, yeah. and you could say you know it's like. Trump tweeting, was he responding to people? I mean, that, that, that what we get in this social media environment is this ability for the, occasionally this person upon whom so many people are fixing their attention to return it, right? It comes back 
They 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 mm. like your tweet. They retweet your your comment. They comment on your comment. They you know make a joke at your expense. Oh, that should be you know you should be really happy by that point because they've really paid attention to you for a whole thirty seconds. It, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's just this interesting problem of who's who who is imposing on whom and how and 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 you know the the all the people that are upset about Trump being back on Twitter are saying he'll hurt me, right? He'll be back in here and be able to say mm-hmm. things. Oh yeah, okay. Oh okay. Oh, we've eliminated space time. Yes. Sorry, it clicked. Yeah, I'm following okay. you now. I okay. had a moment. I just I turned blonde this morning. Um, yeah, we've eliminated space time. All right, this makes perfect sense. Well, that's what it is, right? So if someone, uh, it was just so funny. So first time I ever saw anything to do with Milo, it was a poster of like him doing some tour in Australia. But I thought he was a Greek singer. <laughs> well, he is. Is he an opolis and he yeah, sings? Well, I, he is the. He's technically a Greek sin- singer. Technically, but... yes. <laughs> I've told I've told people this before. I don't think they understood the humor in it because I'm used to seeing all these like because um, we get a lot of Greek singers that come down to Australia and they do tours. They come into Greek the, like Greek communities centers and like they come into the Greek areas and then they'll do a show and then they go back to Greece and it's like so it was just funny because it was just like oh yeah, this is a Greek, <laughs> Greek singer coming <laughs> and the poster was under a bridge, which I thought was funny too. Because trolls them on the bridges. So it was just hilarious. But, okay, this is it. Space time's eliminated. So what he's done, what Trump's done, what all of these people are doing on social media now, you've got, like, uh, the old days where you have uh, Ken- the Kennedy family. You know, the media called him King of Camelot. They had mm. this real sense of, like, building him up as the uh the new aristocracy and you know they kind of treated him and his wife like uh like like a royal family you know uh she was the uh she was a style icon for her era he made people not wear hats right you could not dm kennedy (laughs) you could not um at kennedy or uh jackie o and get a response. That was impossible. Um, there, there was a, a glass ceiling, if you want to call it, or some some other kind of restriction between them and the peasantry. Very distinct class system. And the media was the wall between normal mm. people and this upper echelon Camelot, right? Right. That's gone. So that makes sense because suddenly instead of it being this distant politician or this distant artist or this distant uh, celebrity, you can suddenly get the contact with them in the palm of your hand, which is kind of a horrifying thing. Because at what point in history could any random person on the planet suddenly just be in contact with the, this level of social status. It's just strange. Well, and what do you say, say? And it would make sense that it's freaking people out because... Um, it is freaking people out. 
Definitely. But, yeah. but, and then our, our, so we'll move into our, our, the, 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 um, the degree to which we think we are not affected by it. Right. Because we definitely mm -hmm. have friends in, in the conversation that are saying, well, that's, that has nothing to do with what we really should be caring about. Right. What, what difference does it make that Yay is gone to Mar-a-Lago? What difference does it make that Milo and Yay are now being seen a lot together, right? There are photographs out there um, multiply, mm -hmm. and and you could say, well, that is, it's this, it's this sort of media show that has no effect on people's real lives. It has no reality. It's just you know this circus theater of, I mean, we don't even really have a proper word for them. Journalist, journalist is a kind of silly word too. It's like journalism, journalism. Yeah. So we call them influencers. It's like, what are what are we now? I think streamers is the best. Yes, and of course Nick Fuentes is 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 in the mix too because he was seen in the airport with with Yay, and you know what is his what is his mm -hmm. role? He's a streamer. He streams. So we are in mm -hmm. this. We're we're defined by this media. That we're that we're playing with or working with, and it can either seem, you know, completely therefore removed from our physical reality, or feel constantly as if it is the most important thing that we've ever encountered. Because oh look, he tweeted back at me, which is obviously you know it's like mm. a not everybody finds it easy to have that kind of attention and then have it taken away. They can they can be quite upset by that. <laughs> um, and and the you know yeah well it's, it's hard because it's a reverse gonzo journalism you know hunter s thompson was always kind of going on these wild trips mm. to do his journalism and everything so it's like the the media personality going into the story but this is flipped it's a very intense thing I, I one of my colleagues he 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 died um the last year so uh went to high school with hunter s thompson <laughs> Uh -huh. No, and I have, you know, I have, I do have this feeling. It's like, okay, I'm actually friends with Milo, which I realize is more topical to this. This it's like I've been now. I've been to Fatima, and I'm actually friends with Milo, and I yeah. I feel at removed from both in this in this strange way. Even though I've been in the place now and with the person. And you could say, at what Why point is it removed? real and what point is it? Because, because, you know, it's like, and when I, I've thought about that, when you and I are streaming, we're out in that world, right? We're in the, although we have, yeah. as, as far as our live audience goes, a, a dedicated, you know, seminar <laughs> who are, who are, who are commenting yeah. for us very nicely tonight. Um, where is the reality in it? Where is the engagement? Where's the importance as for example in Devil Wears Prada, when um, the devil character whose mm. name I forget, but it's Meryl Streep, is asking which belt, yes. right? And um, the mm -hmm. Anne Hathaway character laughs, and everybody turns and stares at her, and, there's, and, and you know we get the famous, the delightfully wonderful speech about how that blue sweater you're wearing is a part of this entire economy that makes these two belts yes. matter immensely. And you don't think you belong to it, but you do. Yes. Now, is yes. that just the fashion world being full of itself, or is that, yeah, this, this, this is this is the tangle where I I wanted us to get right. It's the the degree to which does it matter that Milo and Ye were just seen at Mar-a-Lago, 
or not? Does it matter that these people whom only, you know, only in, in like real life, a very small number of people ever get to meet in person who may or may not make mm -hmm. actual decisions for us, which is another lay. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. And we don't have slides for that. The complication of none of the people we can see are actually making any decisions. We, we get that right. Cause the, the, uh, the actual power is always behind the scenes, um, which, which mm -hmm. is the Meryl Streep characters point. Anybody remember what her name is? Tell me if you remember, um, her point being, you don't see us in this room with the clothing racks making these decisions about what we're going to put in the shoot. It's just going to be there in the shoot. But your life is directly affected by what we decide in this room. Mm -hmm. And and then it becomes this, you know, t terribly difficult um, problem as, sorry, here's Yay with the, I think it's Pornhub stars. I'm not, I'm not a little unclear. I, I skim read that uh, Rolling Stone article that I found this morning. I was looking for pictures and I found, mm -hmm. oh yes, yay, before he made Jesus as King was a little bit addicted to pornography. <laughs> like daily. <laughs> like, like according to Rolling Stone, inflicting upon his staff as a test of creativity. Can you take, can you take being shocked by this? Oh, what, like Balenciaga just tested oh, everybody's creativity? Oh, well, maybe. That, that's oh. not actually next in our slides. We have Brittany next. Sorry. <laughs> that just flew out. <laughs> Fucking hypocrites. Well, but this this being, it's all of this illusion and, and anxiety and sort of who has actually hurt someone versus what kind of imagery matters. I mean, I, I do actually find... This particular picture with Ye, I think who is still Kanye at that, at that point, rather upsetting okay. because I think the people in it, some of them were wearing see-through clothes. Um, mm. And I think they're all women. No, there's a man. Um, well, they've, they've manufactured a hoe culture for the last 50 years. Right. <laughs> that. So, you know, sorry, the velvet is falling. It's irritating. Um Obviously, I would not want somebody showing me that. But what he has done is not outside of the realm of what is now considered normal in this culture. This is where the hypocrisy has sort of uh, come in. Because they've... Um, the, 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 the production of these kinds of videos, like that whole hip-hop culture thing where it was like... I mean, when I was younger, we had little Kim. I don't know if you know little Kim. Mm -mm. Oh, she was <laughs> intense. Uh, I know basically zero about music yeah. after uh, R.E.M. and Dire Straits. Okay, imagine the origin of like... Um, unashamed hoe culture. <laughs> She did it. And that was super shocking. She had her career because she was kind of out, 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 out about it, didn't care, promoted herself in this way, um, made tons of money off of blah, 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 blah. But it becomes normalized and people have to increase it. It has to accelerate it, it because it, it's become more and more and more normalized. What we 
you know, it's the, the slippery slope argument, but it's true. So what was considered to be pornographic, because Little Kim was pornographic, mm. is now the norm in hip hop culture. They have completely hoed femininity. It's just you're whores now. Mm. So these women in these skimpy clothing with yay, that's normal. They look like prostitutes. Like American women and the Americanized women, including people in my culture, now dress like prostitutes that work at strip clubs. Right, but I, so I live, you know, on the south For side him, of Chicago, yeah. as it were. I don't see women dressed like this on, you know, in regular life. In in this art, in these kinds of productions, there, it's it's right. It's it's the it's yeah. the stage character. Yes. I mean, you might, and maybe if you went to clubs, which I don't, because I'm old. Um, see people dressed like this but they, you know there you're kind of on a stage of the dance floor and the performance there but people are not wearing these clothes i mean i see school kids in the park where i walk my dog mm. and they're dressed like school kids right they're so there's yeah. there's this illusion of since we've gone maybe the, maybe the title of this episode is virgin or whore but <laughs> We we figure it out. Yeah. We figure out the title of our episode halfway through, and then Mel does wonderful clips for us, and it makes us sound more coherent than we felt at the time. Yeah. Um, that well, that'll work with Brittany. Uh, we got her next. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, okay. So we have the the the, the, the we we kind of everything's knotted up really tight tonight. So we have this problem of devotion. And the desire for the attention of the saint or God. We have this projection of ourselves onto these influencers who we want. They're, we're saying they're influencers. We want them to influence us somehow. Right? Celebrate their bright. That um, Divergent Tiger Bear says, um, uh, sorry, her character is named Miranda Priestley, which is very telling. That's a good name, right? She's priestly, so I'll go back. To, I'll go back back a bit, right? She's making these priestly decisions of what people are able to wear. She's the high priest of fashion, and Miranda mm. um, is the the name uh, the, theatrically we'd know it as the daughter of Prospero in the Tempest, right? So she <laughs> she's the daughter of a sorcerer of a of a of a magician, so daughter of magician priest makes these fashion decisions. That's a very well-named character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it all it all hinges on the choice of this belt, which the buckles are different, right? That's all. That the I think the color of the the leather is identical and and the choice is between these two different buckles. The devil is in the details. Mm. Okay, so it's probably because the art world is the theater of the imagination of the culture. So that they're the directors of imagination. So even though the um, the majority uh, of normies may not be dressing like little Kim, now the artists are dressing like Little Kim. The whole theater of imagination is reflecting that particular um, 
priestly decision. Mm. Mm, yeah. That's nice. We're stumbling around, but the magic's still working. Maybe we're, we're, we're crawling, crawling on our knees towards the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the mystery that we were trying yeah. to to access. Which is mm. yes, I mean one of the, so one of the criticisms of Fatima that some people I have heard make um, is it's very stage managed. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like it's 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 a stage set of the different prayer locations that have been set up. Which you know, you say the church churches are stage managed, typically. Um, Fatima is more yes. interactive in in the sense that so many people come and they have to be there to do these practice you know these practices, which you have been encouraged to do by the Miranda Priestleys of the church world, and it you know I do think people people find that unsettling because they don't want to feel like they're being stage managed mm. as the Anne Hathaway character. I don't remember her name either. Help. <laughs> um, does, you know, by in the, in the course of the movie, she ends up being able to dress well and, and understanding the power of this performance. Mm. So what happens to the people that are caught up in this? And we were seeing some of some of what's going on for Ye. I mean, the, I I think what you said it's like the so some so our our um, Casey saying girls in high school and middle school now wear micro mini dresses with stripper platform heels to school functions. Mm -hmm. That is not an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. Kilt is right. This has been normalized. I I do admit that I've seen it when they're dressed up for the the prom, and they're in these very skimpy dresses. Absolutely. So when they're, when they're there to be seen, as it were, on stage, they're encouraged to dress like the women in this picture with Yay are. And then, and then you yeah. know, the, the, the other question for Yay is whether or not he's able to break that, that cycle of needing the porn to be more and more extreme in order to feel creative, which came out in the Rolling Stone article that, you know, he'd show people pictures of his wife and you know, hardcore porn and stuff like that. And tell, say, say they report in the, I mean, we could go off on a, another tangent about why Rolling Stone ran that article right now. But, um, cause clearly as they're reporting it, this kind of thing was going on for a very long time in the fashion industry with his shoes and saying, you, you, you want to be able to make love to my shoes. And that's not the verb he used. Um, and nope. the, nobody was complaining about it when they were making lots of money for him selling those shoes with their brand on them. Mm. Mm. But that he felt that he had to have porn playing in the background in order to feel stimulated and creative. Libido economy. Well, men work on their libido. Makes sense. It's just perverted. What did he say? Would it amuse you to amuse me? Right. Yeah. So this like pornographic satanic iconography is a, just a very distorted way of doing this. Whereas if we're looking devotionally at the icons of the saints, we want to emulate them and having the reminder that whatever they've done is possible for us. 
with the exception of the Theotokos, because <laughs> no one is going to be Mary. But I we're we're, st we're still not getting there. We need. How about this no, one? So what what about the celebrities who don't even recognize each other in the moment? I, I think we actually have been given all the right images. What are we playing now? I we've haven't got, seen We've the got image. Brittany and um, someone who did not recognize her oh. when this photo was taken. Yeah. And, and she like okay. she looks very happy to see him. And he looks like, who is this young woman who suddenly wants a photo with me? <laughs> it's so cute. You just got Brittany Spears on your lap. You have no idea. And you have no idea who it is. And you could you could look at this one and say, it's great. who's this old guy? And why would she be so excited yeah. to see him? Who is yeah. who is that? I mean, so as I've read about it, he he doesn't recognize who it is. And she, she um, put it on her social media. Fancy running into this guy. Prayer smile. Such a sweetheart. With, you know, multiple responses. And, and then, mm -hmm. and then after, he was saying... Oh my gosh, if I had known, but he didn't know, he didn't recognize her, right? So there was the degree to which, and this is, you know, the, the kind of illusion. She didn't have a costume She didn't have a costume on. The illusion versus the reality of the people that are bearing these roles. Mm -hmm. And what we are, I mean, this is the, the deep thing that I really wanted to, to get us to wrestle with is what are we doing to them projecting all of that desire onto them? We can say we're projecting all of this desire onto Mary at Fatima, mm -hmm. projecting all yeah. of this desire onto Milo. And now, yay. I mean, he's got, you know, in our little corner of the internet, lots of excitement over the idea that, oh, you know, if he speaks up and he stays strong, he can do what? And and now we have here Brittany and anybody recognize, anybody recognize who she's with? Yeah, yeah, they're they're not. They, we're we're streaming slow, right? Um, it's um, married with children, modern family, the dad guy. I had to. Albon. I had to. I had to look up his name too. It's Ed O'Neill, right? Who okay. Brittany obviously recognized. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember Meryl Streep's characters because, as far as I'm concerned, she plays the same one in all her movies. <laughs> I know she wouldn't think that, but uh, that. Um, she recognized him, but he didn't recognize her. And so there's there's this like detachment of your role from your actual human reality, which is, mm -hmm. is exploited constantly in all of the, oh, look, stars caught without their makeup subgenre mm -hmm. of here we are, we're fascinated yeah. by them, but we want to know that they're real people, but we don't want them to be real people, except we do want them to be real people. So what are they when they're stars? cauldrons of spiritual catharsis we're gonna have to make a clip of just your words and it's like it's like rachel babbles 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 and there's a rock that, no, that, like that, i need that, it that, i need then, you to talk then i take the polaroid click <laughs> that's what right it is. so here's another way that we've seen Brittany. Also posted on her social media she's wearing a little black number and it's got her legs wide apart and so people, oh, oh yeah. very interestingly, people behind her in masks, but not like. Yes. Phantom of the Opera Phantom of the Opera masks. Not our usual half mm -hmm. masks or beaded masks that you might wear. Yeah. 
You're triggering me. No, you got to do it. You got to do um, it. I'm going to get some more wine. <laughs> what? Start ranting about mask wearing? No, start ranting no, no, about Britney no, no, and what you see it. in these photos. Oh, okay. Well, should I do like a little tiny micro anecdote of what happened when I refused to go along with this like... Um... Well, which side are you on in this story? Well, I had someone who was very dear to me who is still very dear to me, who was having a very hard time seeing Britney in her um, post-conservatorship emancipation stage, where it was basically like a mashup of the emancipation of Mimi and Thelma and Louise and a whole bunch of other stories about women that had been locked inside and then just let out and sort of thought, oh my God, I can do whatever I want now. <laughs> Well, what can like she do? Whatever she wants. So this is a driver's license. This mm. is this is Brittany on stage in a performance, right? Yes. Okay, and so, this is Brittany at so home this, in a bed. Okay, so Brittany on stage with the the guys in masks and everything. She's she's dressed like a stripper, like she is. This is a stripper thing. This is what I was saying before. It's like stripper culture. Um. And the acceptable context for this is she's on stage, she's doing a performance, she's dancing. So now she has her lace stockings and she's got her legs spread in an incredibly sexually suggestive pose. There is no other way that you can interpret her position in that um, choreographed move. Right, no. right. It's sex. And it was done she's there for on purpose? On in this show yeah, it was and then and then she yes. actually you have it that she's actually posted it in her social media too so it's yes. her in her glamour face which when when she's there with i mean she does look like an ordinary quote ordinary person when I mean, she's got some fun mm -hmm. i'm back with that o'neill she's got some sort of funky spiky shoes on or something but you can see yes he you know he didn't recognize her because she wasn't in performance mode they were in a hotel. The, yes. A lot of our story teams seems to take place today in airports. <laughs> so it's kind of Miami airport with Yay and 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 Nick and here's 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 Brittany and Ed and in mm -hmm. under those circumstances neither of them are in character as themselves as it were. Isn't it great yeah. because it's like all of us you get into the airport it's like the it, you don't really have a nationality or anything you've got no identity. And you're all, yeah, you're all, you're all off the plane. Class system's gone. Everything's gone in an airport. Yeah, it's very, very appropriate. Um, okay, so, so she's, she's legs so, so, um, so there she is with it. And I'll go back to her on stage. Okay, now she's back on stage. Yeah, so she's on stage. She's posted this picture. So this is her acceptable persona, which is I'm going to use my sexuality to make money. Same way Kanye was using his sexuality to make money. Right. And that is the status quo, which is like what I said, you know, libido economy. Um, but that's what everyone is doing in this arena. Which so, is apparently perfectly um, fine to the oh yeah, people we're, that, we're encouraged. That, 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 that police the internet with cancellations and such. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, 
I'm trying to be objective. Like, I'm <laughs> no, not condemning don't, them saying, no, just being a whore. No, but, we're, we're, try, we're but, trying to get to the core of what's going on here. This, this yeah, is yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. important because we have this influencer, celebrity, internet, apparitional, devotional magic mm. going on. And people are either claiming not to be affected mm. by it or completely caught up and lost in it. And one way or the other, I mean, we want to understand it because we're, we're watching <laughs> from our arc, from our perch on the arc, which is also part of it. Voyeurs. Voyeurs. But also voyeurs. part of it. I mean, I mean I'm friends up. with Milo. I'm really honestly, truly yeah, yeah, friends yeah. with Milo. So that's not just a... Well, this is why it's weird to talk about. Like, people have to understand. Also, I'm sitting with a woman who's friends with Milo. Like, you're my friend, right? right? So I was right. like, let's talk about my friend. It's awkward. It is awkward. It's very awkward. This I'm is not... the most I've talked about it in this in this fashion ever. Yeah. Right. You not you all know I blogged about him a lot, and you know you've seen me on camera with him, so you can tell that we're you know we're friends. But there's this Absolutely. this um that this new kind of significance to all of these relationships sparked mm. this past week by Milo's meeting with Ye, Ye's meeting with Trump. Probably Nick and Nick's meeting with yay, definitely, because we saw that and probably with Trump, too. And and it's like the, the conjunctions of how all happened. And and we're all um, I don't know. It's is it is it is it a leveling? I mean, one of the things that I saw in, um, you know, some of the videos of yay's, he's talking about wanting to make sure that everybody has these twenty dollar shirts. Right. I'm going to make fashion for everybody so everybody can wear nice clothes. Although they're very plain, mm. they're very monastic in their plainness, but um, and yet the whole the the entire culture is around fashion and glamour and expensive ornament and mm. go go back to your go back to your personal response to Brittany. Oh, okay. So Brittany's legs are spread. So she's she's exploiting or she's being exploited. I, I should also add. But there is an exploitation aspect to this, where she's using her sexuality to make money. She's using her sexuality to make other people lots of money. And everybody is willing and enthusiastic to pay to see her doing this. Right. In that context, on that stage. Come forward. <laughs> Emancipation of Britney Spears, where she's giving it away for free. Suddenly... People are losing their minds. That's it's, oh yes. Now so oh now she's got God. a little heart on her butt. Her, I mean, she's got she's got her clothes up on her Instagram. She's going crazy. Look at this. Look at this. And my darling friend who kept sending me messages about this couldn't understand why I didn't give a I didn't care that that you I were not that you were not bothered by her. I mean, I I, so I am cool. actually bothered by it because it's so clear that it was clear to me. Maybe I, I don't understand because I don't know Brittany and I hadn't. The, Milo's the only one of these characters. Characters. These all, all, they are characters in some ways. He's he's the only one of these the the people we're talking about that I've 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 been friends with and I've known for a while. Yay! I hadn't. Mm -hmm. I I knew of him as we've talked about because of. Jonathan Pajot's videos, but I hadn't listened to any of his music. I didn't have any backstory on him. So I have no backstory. I think that's it. I had no backstory. Mm -hmm. And I don't really have much backstory on Brittany, except for that Milo was very 
much you know supportive her her when she was trying to get away from the her her handlers which is another element of the backstory of all of these like yay is in our attention right now because of what he said about the handlers yeah. yes 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 well when i'm not saying that i didn't care about public nudity but in my mind, I was wondering why I should care about her nudity on Instagram post-emancipation versus her similar nudity on stage prior to her conservatorship being um, dissolved. I couldn't understand why this person was so upset by the images that would have been posted in magazines previously. You know, it's like... Um, all of these women that had started their movie careers or music careers by doing a Playboy, for example, or, you know, <laughs> Ghani's ex-wife who leaked the tape. No one cares. But it was Britney specifically choosing to post herself nude on Instagram that was the, you know, it was like, this is it. This is the final straw. I thought, why is this the thing that's bothering you? And I, I was talking to you about it because it, it was quite upsetting to me. I'm thinking, I just, I can't relate to this. I don't know why you care so much. And then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh, this is somebody who's invested in this particular celebrity. But also it's the shock of seeing them out of context. It's the shock of seeing this person. I mean, I could put it like this, giving it away for free. But... Um, this is this is the core of what we wanted to get. There's something. I mean, it's, this is to me a shocking picture. She's a, she's beautiful, right? She's amazingly fit. But yeah, I really yeah, don't. I, like, I don't like seeing this much of her, even with a little sticker on her butt. Um, and I'm I'm listening to you, wondering why am I? Because you're right. She is okay. Now this like she's actually willingly doing this. Apparently, for yeah. no, you know, she's not being coerced by her producer, her manager, her handler no. to do no. this performance. Nobody is making, as far as I know, nobody's making any profit off of this exploitation of her. So she is actually doing what everybody claims the sex workers and the the actresses. The the thing is, what the the other thing I wanted to get to deeply was this came up in a discussion about this movie that we saw at the conference, which I now I don't remember whether we talked about it last time, but we saw a movie that was showing, among other things, the prayer practice at at, at, at Fatima, but also members of the filmmaker's own family, including his his wife who's pregnant, so fairly you know naked in the mm -hmm. in the imagery. It's like her, you could see her her belly, and it felt intrusive. And we talked about that afterwards. It's like, what were you doing showing us so much of your own family? And then, and and very, very smart man, um, Sapino, Joaquin Sapino, saying, "That's I used to work in Hollywood and they did this all the time. With the pretense that there was no cameras, yes. right? It's like, yes. the, the, and that, 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 right? And I hadn't, I think I hadn't told you that yet. So this is where I've been trying to get us, right? With the pretense that <laughs> puppet master, yeah, you puppet again. mastered. Um, that that whatever's going on in the soft porn or hardcore porn scene is really, and mm. you as voyeur are really there, but they don't know you're there, and the cam, and they don't know the camera people are there. Like they're what it must take to do that. You know those the the, the people that are in the picture with with Kanye, 
here, right? If they're actually porn stars, I don't remember, but I, it was in the Rolling Stone article where they were, you know, fainting couch over the way in which he used porn. They're making it. They wanted him mm -hmm. in their shoe ads to sell shoes that people would want to wear to, you know, have sex. And he's saying, I want you to make a shoe that people want to have sex in with. <laughs> yeah. And and, yeah. and then Rolling Stone, how dare they, pretends to be shocked now because what he's done is said, I'm calling you on the, the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. I'm calling you on that told. fourth wall that you have used to make me perform in the way that you want me to do so that I can be useful to you in this. And then we have to still fill in the blank on that, right? It's like, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. But the the mm -hmm. problem for Brittany, as I see it, it's which was what you were reflecting on is when she's on stage to do her, her performance, there's like, it's safe. It's safe because there's that glass wall yeah. of your audience and she's performing and she can do all this performance yeah. and there's no human being there. That's what Sapino was saying, that the actors yeah. and actresses are nothing yeah. when they're on on stage. They're, they, they've been emptied of all soul. They've been emptied of their self. Whereas what you see when you see her on her Instagram choosing to show, her, she's there. You can't not see a person there anymore. You you have to see it's Brittany. It's a young woman who has been trained to dance naked for millions and millions of people on camera. Yes. Yes. That is her profession. And it upset this person so much that I wouldn't share in the the shock of it but i was wondering why this was shocking to her because i i say because she saw britney for the first time mm. and that and, and whereas you were you were saying well but now she gets to do it in fact for her own well this is just the way that maybe my brain works but the perception wasn't that i was seeing the I wasn't seeing the, the collapse of uh, something sacred to me. I had no investment whatsoever in mm -hmm. uh, Britney Spears, the corporate entity. None. But but that's so, it. You had no investment. You had no investment in seeing her distanced and idealized, idealized and, and removed and yet accessible to your eyes, right? In, in this whoever theorizes about the gays, right? He's not wrong <laughs> in, in the sense that we are, I mean, human beings are very, very visual. We've got, we've got eyes like, mm -hmm. like falcons, right? All the falcons have better eyes than we do, but that prey animals and, but really us we're very, very visual. And so simply watching other people, terribly powerful, but, but, mm -hmm. but having, having a sense that the person looks back at you, or is aware of your looking or has a soul, I think is Milo always go back to that. The, if we went back to that beautiful shot of him in Hungary, he's wearing the sunglasses, mm -hmm. which creates that, um, you know, it, it's an, it's a mask face. It's an all face mm -hmm. when he does, when he wears the glasses. 
Yeah, he's wearing the two way. He's wearing the two way mirror yeah. again. <laughs> what yeah. then are you seeing? Oh. <laughs> he's he's, he's pretty conscious of this. If you haven't noticed, I had a feeling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I it would be the, the two way mirror. So you're looking at him, but you're looking at yourself. Looking at him. right. He's making you have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. You want to mm-hmm. look at me, but you can see yourself looking at me. So Casey is saying, I think mm-hmm. Kilt's friend was shocked by the intimacy of the Britney photo. The fact that it's just her in her own bedroom. Well, somebody took the photo. Or maybe, I mean, she she yeah. has herself set no up so that she can do dances that show up on her Instagram. And it's not clear to me whether there's anybody else there when she's doing that. But um, it might make her feel like a peeping Tom. Well, you should, but you should make, you should feel like a peeping Tom when she's on stage doing this. Yes. So why is it okay? And I'm not arguing with Casey. Why is it okay to go see, you know, the dancers do, I was very disturbed by, I think all that jazz came out when I was in college and, you know, they did the whole thing is about death, right? But it's also about Bob Fosse's, jazz routines we do jazz hands um and mm-hmm. some of the some some of the dances i mean one of them is this you know like this orgy kind of they're in leotards and white and they're it's very sexual and of course they the dancers mm-hmm. do this incredibly vigorous thing and then they're showing it to the producers i think for the show and when they finish they're just panting and and you know hopeful that the producers will like the dance but you've just seen them do this sex scene Mm-hmm. And it's um, it, you're there in the in the film theater, getting to watch it. Those people are somewhere else. You've never met them. They're away in the in the the, the uh, you know filming room. That you do, you have no sense that those are actual people because they're not. By the time you see them, they're reflections on this the, mm-hmm. the silver screen. But you are watching human beings simulate sex. Yeah. How different are we from, I mean, I don't, I don't see how Rolling Stone could get away with getting, you know, shocked that Kanye was using porn in that way. It's literally the, the, the driving force of most of these industries. Yes. For example, now, are we shocked by Brittany with her heart, her, her little heart on her butt? Or are we more shocked by a teddy bear in bondage gear? And black eyes, it looks like. It's it's quite, it, this teddy bear is pretty ugly to start with. It's the white one with the little lock on its, oh. its collar and chains the... and this, this incredible layout of Balenciaga, we shall say it, although I cropped it so you can't see the girl who was put in the photo shoot with it, um, with the, you know, rivets and ble- black leather and clearly of the aesthetic of particular sex scene and the the um balenciaga's completely mealy-mouthed non-apology we never meant it to be this way whoever is responsible is going to be brought to it you know account it's like you're miranda Priestley back in her you know changing room trying on belts very purposely don't make a don't let us think for a we don't believe for an instant you did this by accident yeah, that's it. That, no, that's it's not it. an accident. That's not an accident. 
Sorry, this is, I feel very Transylvanian when we talk about this topic. Speaking of Budapest. Oh, go. Well. <laughs> I can, I mean, I can go to medieval devotional practices of self-flagellation, but I don't think we really planned that. Although I can, I can riff off of no. that. Now that, now that I've had enough wine, I can riff off of that one. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> What business does anybody have it putting children in bondage? Mm. And that is their business. So fuck Balenciaga's apology. There should be apologizing in cash. That whole company should be liquidated immediately. Liquid. Liquefied. <laughs> but they won't be because they are they are the devil wears Prada. And what's interesting? No, they they won't be. They won't be because people are terrified terrified to not be fashionable. Hmm. Because these priests, they have the hold on the imagination. This priesthood of the imagination—that's that's important. We need to develop that. Yeah, Go for that. Hmm. Sorry, my adrenaline's kicking. Good. Up. It really pisses me off. <laughs> Well, no, Hungarian because think about it. So well. I'm, I, you know, I, I maybe it's starting to come together, right? You, you all that stick with us know that we always pull it off in the end. We mm. start with me at Fatima thinking about the devotional practices there and the kneeling and the crawling and stuff like that. And, and, you know, we'll get people on the internet telling us, oh, you know, you, you Catholics, you're so weird. You have devotion to Mary and this is all, you know, self-torture and, and, and such. And we say, the modern fashion industry is putting children in bondage gear to sell shoes. And you can't see the difference. <laughs> I, literally shoes. So Ye has gotten in sort of trouble. Here he is in Balenciaga boots. Mm. Which make him look like a child because they're rather oversized. This is a problem with the artists. People that live in imagination, that refuse to accept that there are lines which should never be crossed, that there are taboos which should never be crossed. Well, what I see, what I see in this picture with Ye now is, like I said, these boots are oversized. They're, they're comically big, mm. which make him look like a young man, a little boy. With, you know, which in Balenciaga's BDSM teddies um, makes you think. And, you know, to a certain extent, the, the feeling one gets watching the fashion industry, it's like, I'm actually fine with the color choices and things like that. But of course, the fashion industry is doing more than that. It's, um, as you say, it's creating this fantasy that... This is luxury. This isn't Kmart. Mm. This is projecting an aspirational image to people which want a vertical social ascension into our, our aristocratic lifestyle. This is where it gets really dangerous. Mm. Because if you're promoting this as the elite's aspiration, there's this, uh, I forget what it's called. 
I read about it years ago. Basically, it was like um, it has something to do with the the concept of generating the illusion of luxury. They had a bunch of handbags in a in a store somewhere and a bunch of shoes. And um, anyway, it was like Payless shoes, or I don't know what you guys probably like have Walmart shoes. It's like thirty dollars shoes. $30 or less shoes and they they had set it up in this environment where it was in a in a kind of luxury store setup where uh, everything was staged it looked like it was luxury gear they had the you know the well-dressed security guard in the in the suit because of course all of those stores have to have this well-dressed hot security guard it's just a thing that they do and yeah in Italy they're always really dark men like they've got their more the more at the door we used to call it (laughs) and um this may be more chaotic stream than usual but we're getting to we're getting to the good stuff (laughs) well kind of related to yay but the you know they had this test to see if all of these people were like uh that were going to tell the difference of course they couldn't all they could see was the staging yep not the products the shoe didn't matter. So there are all these women saying, oh, it's, you know, it's so beautiful. I would love to have these shoes. And then they're being asked, what would you pay for them? $700 plus, $1,000 plus, $2,000 plus. And all the women were saying, oh, yeah, we would completely, we would we would buy these, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the researcher or the journalist, whoever was running this, I'm sorry, I can't forget. But um, she then tells them, you just tried on a $30 pair of shoes. And they freak out. She's completely demolished their fantasy. Well, so what the, what the Mar- fantasy that they've just worn something luxurious. Miranda Priestley so, would say but, is that, that 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 sweater you got from the, the um the Argon bin is a part of the fashion world. She would, which is why what Balenciaga has done is so heinous. Okay, carry on. Because as the the priests of this um, temple of imagination, of creative imagination, this is what they're proposing is luxury. This is the trickle down. This is that right. sweater that starts. But it's not just this, luxury. I think luxury is um, not the right. It's it's significance. It's access. It's think about that. We've been talking about access, access, access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have this. I mean, that's why, okay, that's why they want Ye selling their shoes, right? Because if he mm-hmm. has... They want the more at the door. Well, the more at the door. But they have um, his brand on them. Brand is access to Ye. Brand is access to Brittany. Brand is access mm-hmm. to Milo, right? So... You, if you have, though the Milo doesn't have brand brand stuff in in the way that that Brittany and and Ye does, because he, he um he's more chameleon like. <laughs> uh, but that you want access to them, and you buy their shoes or buy their music to have access to those characters that have been created for you by the priests. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this mm-hmm. is literally what we are accused of as Catholics of being, you know, the priesthood is making these characters for us so that we give them money. Yeah. Yes, we were going there. <laughs> yeah. Which is a huge problem. 
It's like the devotion, all of those people that go to Fatima. And and I was saying to my my friends that took me there, I love all those little statue shops all around the shrine because everybody who goes there, it's like going to your the Kmart or the Walmart and wanting Yeezy shoes. The mm -hmm. style of Yeezy shoes, but maybe less expensive ones, right? So you you want your own statue of Mary to take home with you. And all of the, the gift shops around will help you do that. I mean, there are multiple, like identical statues in different sizes. So mm. you can, as you know, someone who's been to Fatima and want to pray with Our Lady, get one of those little statues and take it home and it's there with you. It's like you brought the presence into your home and you have access. They're selling access. Maybe that, I mean, your friend being upset with, by Brittany, so, so the chat's saying um, that it feels shocking and, and, and too much. Um, but I think what Brittany did, as you said, was make it available to everybody and there's no more, anybody can look at her Instagram. Well, there's, there's no more VIP. Yeah. Right. There's no more VIP. Like with the with the show, you go, you buy the tickets, so you've got that as a kind of mm. um, moment. But you've got the memento of having the tickets, so it's like, okay, I got the tickets, and then you get the merch, and then you get to meet the person afterwards, and it's like it becomes this whole thing of like um, you're in it for the experience, but also for the relics or the the tokens of the experience that you get to show off later on. Or, you, you know, you'll see some people that wear a band t-shirt from a show they saw like 40 years ago. And these things, they have enormous weight because it's like, oh, you were there at that time. Oh, my God. Um, look, half of me, like the idealistic side of my brain is saying it's it's like creating a memento of time for you to carry with you. Me playing necessarily... with my, my blessed beads now, right? I was there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but that makes it real. It 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 makes it um. It makes it personal to you. Fatima now for you is not just this uh, famous Catholic place and t time. Fatima now is part of your personal story. Right. It's become a part of your personal history. It's on the wall of your personal history. So the, the, the beautiful way of looking at people having the ticket stubs and the merch and whatever, it's like seeing this person is now part of the wall of my personal history. I got to see this person who I admire for this reason or, you know, whatever it is. You're carrying some kind of evidence of it. Mm. But, but okay, so now, you're, now like, you're making it a good thing and we're still on the bad thing part. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm seeing both at the same time. So There's a like, problem okay, because well, to what degree is yay actually at all important, right? And that there's I, th this, this we we talked about him the two episodes ago and saying you know, Tucker Carlson or Piers Morgan or something. They have oh you're a genius or this or that. And you know some part of me is still worried. It's like the degree to which he was created. I mean, he was. I, I think Brittany mm. is talented. He's definitely talented. But they're, the the sort of illusion masters, the priests, also help in creating the degree to which Yeezy as a brand will be useful to Adidas. 
and then they're worried now that he's not useful to them so they take it all away and then we're back to the artists who are human beings like us able to create you know music or images or i mean architecture or something like that and Hmm. the hmm i have then my next my next picture is um yay at a fashion show and there's there's a lot of elements in this photograph that i want us to to pay attention to but here we're looking at him this is the last moment he had before he he showed off those t-shirts i think so okay (laughs) <laughs> in in the sense of maybe not the day, that, but right that, you know right before all of this blew up, and now Rolling Stone mm-hmm. is running articles about how he uses porn too much, which they could have done all along before because clearly that was a, a feature of his character two three years ago before he did the Jesus is King album, but it's coming out right now, so they're saying you 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 like Brittany have somehow broken free we need either to punish you or get you back under control you're no longer useful to us as this image was the image of anything real there i mean that that's the obviously shrines of mary have a similar problem because um e michael jones for example has written a lot about how medjugorje isn't what the people going there hope it is these are these are terrible crises right can you verify that you know Ye's music is actually his, that we're paying attention to the thing that we actually want to be paying attention to. Mm. Well... In terms of the apparitions, that was interactive. That's interactive. I'm thinking of Zaytun. When Our Lady was appearing to all of the people there in, in Egypt, she was even appearing to Muslims. And a few of them had explained that they heard her tell them to paint crosses on their houses. So they did, which is quite <laughs> remarkable. Uh, the the apparition, those apparitions, it's an interactive experience. She comes to fortify the faith of the people that are seeing her and also explain to them something that's going on potentially. Um, I'm thinking of the artists then what Ye did he changed he changed gears from using sexuality to make money to using his creative gifts to praise God which is something that was not good for branding Because those companies, they don't see faith as something they can sell. It's not fashionable. 
they the companies themselves can't sell that he's redirecting the attention of his audience from that mode of uh gaining the you know the relics or the mementos of interaction with him to suddenly saying no now we're all in that uh that mission together it's not a show remember you said mm -hmm. it last week it's it's we're it's a mission not a show it's no longer a show we're no longer at britney spears with her legs spread in vegas we're now all in this together this is now the point at which the audience and the performer are directing their attention to a different source, different place. Which works well with this picture because one of the interesting things about it is there's behind him is a man with a camera. Mm. And then we become, remember, so what I said, the filmmaker that I met in, in Lisbon was talking about how when the actors are behind all those cameras, they are surrounded by tech. If you ever see a picture of a film crew working, right? The, the lights, 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 because otherwise, I mean, it's interesting how many lights you have to have to make it not look completely dark. And mm -hmm. you have all the tech guys worrying about the electricity and the camera and the, the you know, the set and the, you know, one of the members of my family once worked as a, script supervisor so you know someone sitting there making sure the director doesn't miss out a piece of the script that they're supposed to be filming on that 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 um scene uh and then you're having a pretend sex scene <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. to be able one to be able to do that takes a degree of talent that you're able to like i i know tiny bit about you know that kind of teeny weeny bit about that kind of pressure just fencing in a competition with people watching you while you're fence right and you and mm -hmm. and you do get you do get to a point i remember quite distinctly the the time when i suddenly was able to not be nervous about what people were seeing and could just be in the action and, and do it um but to, to be able to abstract yourself that much into the character that you're performing as a an actor must be intense and then i mean the pornography i mean as far as i understand it destroys people so you've had to so empty your soul mm -hmm. so that other people can watch your body is is intense mm -hmm. and then we suddenly find ourselves on camera all the time because there's the mm -hmm. there's the cameraman behind Ye's shoulder looking at the cameraman who's taking this picture. <laughs> it, it's very interesting how you always, I mean, we've set this up our little live stream so that you forget that we're on camera because if we do the lights correctly, if we do our camera angles correctly, we create this illusion of talking to you directly. And it's all illusion. Mm. Hole of mirrors. Hall, yes. And flashing lights. So this is what, you know, one of the interesting things that I noticed at Fatima while I was there for mass is they had cameras <laughs> in the pulpits. Mm. And these guys, there are two of them, one on each side of the the nave, filming, one's filming the altar, I can show you that, which is kind of disturbing if you see this one because he's like shooting the altar. Okay, they're actually, I oh, took yeah. these photos actually when 
No, this is at mass. They stopped filming when the priest was giving a sermon, which was a very good sermon, by the way. Uh, but they were like the the one that I'm showing now. It, it looks like you know if you, it could have a gun on. <laughs> The, the, like the whole camera, the bazooka camera, right? And so he's and 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 yeah. if you notice, camera guys like this. I mean, I think I was probably the only one in the in the service mass. I don't. I'm still taught Protestant. The service um, who noticed these men because they're in black. They have this kind. We have this kind of blot them out sort of practice, right? You don't see the cameraman because you're not supposed to watch him. You've been at a wedding and the camera person is getting in everybody's face and he's right there in the middle, right where they're kissing, right? And everybody's focused on yeah. the bride and the groom and you forget that there's this other actor in the stage who is taking the picture that you are then going to look at and say, oh, that was so beautiful and, you know, immediate. Mm. And yet one of the ca one of the cameramen in this, they, sometimes he was filming us, right? So I take a picture of him filming us, <laughs> I say, what's going on here? What you know, but this is a mission, not a show. You're in the show. You're part of the show. Yeah. In this devotional moment. Mm. So well that explains why people freak out when they get the when they're when they're potentially able to be contacted by all of these big people on Twitter mm. or on the other social media. It's like Oh my God, I can see the cameraman. Oh shit. He's adding me, <laughs> you know, or like you, the, the, that's I don't think they see the cameraman. Audience. I think the camera, the camera is still somehow outside of people's awareness. They have the illusion of the audience and then the performer. Yeah. Uh, distinction has dissolved. Right. It's dissolved. And then you're on stage with them. It's like, haha, surprise. You think what? I wasn't prepared for this. It's like the whole world suddenly entered a reality television show. <laughs> this is why, oh, no. in fact, so I have actually also met Nick Fuentes and I talked to him directly about streaming and, you know, sort of McLuhan moment about what that, that meant. And one, he was definitely smart enough to understand what I was saying very quickly. Um, and two, realizing that all, all of us are in this stream now I mean, our arc is sailing around and, and looking at things, but we are not, maybe this is my, you know, I don't get to just be on this stream talking to you. I'm friends with Milo. I've met Nick. Um, I have aspirations to meet other people. That would be cool. Um, and the degree to which they're out there and we're here, but, and then yet the, the problem of, I don't want to, you know, have that sensation of being, you know, answerable to absolutely everybody who watches our streams. And you can think, you know, we can be mm. because we have a small audience so far, very intimate. <laughs> uh, but, you know, niche. what niche? Boutique. Um, a, a boutique, boutique a boutique audience. audience. We, we, we love you all very much. Thank you for watching. Um, to, to, uh, Talitha Kuhum says, what do you mean you're not talking to us directly? Aha, see the illusion. But you know the, the 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 what do you do when you've got the the level of attention that someone like Brittany or someone like yay or someone like milo is being thrown at you it's like never mind it, we've gone back to this before it's like this is the, this devotional problem that particularly protestants like saying you can't throw that at mary 
you know, one, she can't, mm-hmm. she can't take it because she's not divine. And two, um, you know, she won't respond. Well, she took God's attention. Well, she got God's attention. <laughs> she got God's attention. <laughs> Which is, she had, his, is a, she had his attention exclusively for how many, you know? Oh, indeed she uh, did. Uh, and now she gets to stand under his cross. <laughs> mm. This so here's the priest giving his his sermon, which I realized I really should have taken notes off of, but I was I was it was in Portuguese and the, I, my friend was translating for me. Hokali, um, oh I should remember even what the the lesson was on, and he's standing under the most perfect representation of the brazen serpent I think I've ever seen because the cross is is ludicrously tall, right? So Christ lifted up for us. With Mary in the guise of our of Our Lady of Fatima underneath it, so they're they're kind of incongruous because the two statues don't really go together very well. But are we looking at him speaking? Or are we looking at these devotional images that are, you know, and they're kind of to the side of the altar, so it's not really even the center line of the the building. Um, when we are looking at Christ or Our Lady, how like or unlike looking at Yay or Brittany is this? practice Mm. I have thoughts it's about the merging of the church and the world now we're doing it on the internet because for a very long time we had this strange distinction in western culture that there was a distinction Previously, there was not a distinction, right? Christendom. (laughs) Now, isn't it interesting that one of the world's most famous men makes an album about the Lord, and now he's pivoting his entire existence into what he has announced as a Christian mission? Shockingly, I saw someone saying something like this a while back on the internet. They said, he thinks he's Constantine. (laughs) (laughs) Now, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not true. But isn't it interesting that this is a terrifying thing for everybody? Because suddenly they have to, to think. Hold on. Are we in an era in which saints are created before our very eyes? Well, yes, because they have been. They have been, but not in not in the sense of like celebrity culture being involved in that process. Mm. You know, it's like it's filthy Hollywood. This is this is a distinct thing. This is like the worst of secular culture. The you know, it's like this is a, it. Jesus has no place in Hollywood. This is there's there's not going to be anyone there that's going to end up on the roll call in in. in uh, uh, the sacred red carpet and yet it's like no we're going to smash this now the the world still belongs to Christ despite the status of who, whomever he is calling even in this manufactured devil's wear, devil wears Prada um uh, priestly illusion factory. Mm. 
even there, the brazen serpent is uh, is present. So Milo wrote a prayer that he told us all to put on our 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 um. I can probably turn my phone off and turn it back on so you can see it. <clears throat> No, I can't make my own my own my own uh, lock screen show up because <laughs> I'm on sleep mode. Jesu me perfecte sicutu perfectus fat cor meum secundo cortum, if mescit igni caritas in me et kendo ardo proximus. Amen. Amen. Jesu, uh, I say it in Latin. <laughs> I don't remember in English. Make me perfect as you are perfect. Um, inflame the. You, Inflame the fire of charity in me that I may enkindle it in the hearts of others. And I saw this statue in Lisbon at the at the church where my host and hostess took me to mass, and it was the you know the Christ of the Sacred Heart, his burning heart. And the thing is, all of, of all of the celebrities that we're looking at and longing for and desiring. How can we long for anybody other than Christ in this way? And this, this, you know, the statue makes in this, it's a life-size statue and it you know, looks down on you when you go to light candles under it. And there's so much, you, you have alluded several times in our conversations, like we have this devotional impulse, we have the desire. I mean, I think it's the anthropologically or history religions wise, people always say, oh yes, you know, there's a, there's a, a, a longing in the human heart for devotion and, you know, say, you know, devotion to Ganesh or to Krishna will be similar because it's devotional. We can go there sometime. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to do a comparative religion stream at some point because I actually know a little bit about at least yoga. Um, but I, you know, I think as, as Christians, what we recognize is we have longing for God in Christ and that is not replaceable with anybody else, which is why, of course, the Protestants get upset about Mary because they say, no, 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 you want Christ to love you in this way. You want Christ to pay attention to you this way. You want no mediator with God the Father, but Christ. We want this mm -hmm. immediate access. We want this presence. We want this, this sense of burn in me as I, as, as, my heart burns for you. Mm. And it's, it is very interesting that we project this onto other human beings and no, and don't recognize that as a part of our, I don't know, spiritual makeup. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm wondering about your friend who got upset with Brittany's photos because in, 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 in one sense, so Brittany was, sacred to her in the performances the the uh vegas show performances and looked profane and mm -hmm. earthly and incarnate hmm. in her instagram pictures of herself and of course that mm -hmm. that is what horrifies certain people at the thought of christ becoming incarnate and ugly and 
there on the cross. Mm -hmm. Horrifically incarnate. Mm -hmm. Not abstract, but personal, personal, personal. I mean, I think maybe I didn't. I didn't oh, like the Marian. I didn't. You know, so I'm still adding the Marian apparitions because they're they're not incarnate. They're media presence. I think electric, mm. but they're not fleshly, physical presence. And yet, I find statues like this one, the Sacred Heart statue, a little creepy. Because what I want is Christ as that person, mm -hmm. not a statue. Mm. Well, we don't do statues. I'm thinking of the icons that we have in our church. They've, they're, they're painted in a very specific way. Uh, the Coptic icons are not, um, they're not lifelike. But they've got the, an eerie way of making the illusion, if it is an illusion, that you're being watched by them when you're walking by them. And we go into the to the churches, and we will greet the saints by kissing the icons like this, as we go around before the liturgy. Um, so there, there's that. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like um, the distinction between the icon and then seeing. Seeing the the icon in flesh, we're not used to that. Well, I'm not used to it because I I, I I didn't grow up with it, but I like the medieval images. I I, I like this statue, but I don't obviously look at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like the. But, but you. Go ahead. You have this experience, sorry to interrupt you, but you know, you have this experience because as you, uh, as you said, like you're actually friends with Milo. Mm -hmm. So you understand the distinction between his iconic presence and him as him, your friend. Now I'm going to cry. <laughs> so yes. And Christ wants to be friends with us in those terms, like really our friends be with us. And I mean, the, it's, it's a uh, <laughs> one of the thing. one of the things that I really found valuable about this trip was I got, interestingly enough, by being at Fatima where the presence is different this incredibly strong sense of what 
the longing I have for the presence is. Um, that it, it, and Catholic, and also that I was surrounded by Catholics in Lisbon and, and they're very, mm-hmm. um, inc- you know, sort of robust. You know, the food was great. And also the Catholicism was great that they're saying Christ is a, he's, he's not an abstraction, right? It's like you hear candles, right? It's like light, it's, it's, you yes. know, which are very beautiful, but, um, you know, this abstraction, whereas what we are longing for is the presence of Christ. And we say in our hearts, we don't want it as just as abstraction. We want him enthroned in our hearts as Mary held him in her womb in the, in the sense of truly mm-hmm. present to us. Make me perfect as you are perfect and kindle your love in me that I may enkindle it in others. That I may be an example for others of your love. Um, this is, I'll go back to Milo and yay, right? As, oh, I'm going to choke up. Sorry. <laughs> Darn it. You got me crying on camera. Um, we want engagement with each other and this actual yes. real engagement. And I wonder, I mean, I do wonder how many people want to be friends with these celebrities versus simply having them in that illusion, you know, the illusion of godlike power that the performance industry constructs for them. Mm. Because, because, I mean, this is theologically, to be friends with Christ, you have to acknowledge that he actually became incarnate, actually hung out with his friends, actually mm-hmm. did all the things that, you know, physical body does, actually died, and actually is resurrected and present in heaven, as Mary is, mm-hmm. because she's died and been taken up to him. And that that absolute necessary physical reality of the divine it, it, I'd say is unique to Christianity makes it sound like there's a choice is the truth <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting how shy we get we can get about saying that in the midst of all of these phantoms mm-hmm. It's just think, I'm thinking how funny it is. We've never met in person. I know. <laughs> how is that? It's very strange. Very, very strange. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a similar experience though. We have like a, a, a ecclesial uh, correspondence, the way that the early churches were writing letters to each mm. other. And you can see, you can read it in the New Testament when they're saying, you know, great so-and-so, great, great, great her, great him. They're always like, oh, we're looking forward to seeing you again. Uh, always recognizing that they're away in the body, but in, com- you know, in communion in the spirit in Christ. But it's a very strange thing because uh, our... Um, uh, The potential incarnation now has just 
gone from being local to <laughs> somewhere as as far away as as the two of us are at the moment, or as far away as uh, you know you were with Milo prior prior to being friends with her uh, with him, or you know like all of these. Um, statistically impossible potential incarnations are now possible. So I had a, I, I think one of the reasons I'm a little tongue tied when we started was I sat here in this chair having class this afternoon because I in order to be in Lisbon last week, I had to have my class on Zoom today because everybody went home for Thanksgiving to be physically with their family. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about angels and angels scrying, mm -hmm. right? John D and his conversation with angels and the you know, the obvious meta level of here we are talking about talking about angels, talking about talking to angels. John D just had a crystal ball or a scry stone or and media and, and um, men who would help him see the angels because he didn't see them himself he had mediators and the the feeling of like what are angels how are they a medium they're messengers mm -hmm. right they, they 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 somehow communicate between god and us something we're not sure and we're not really i mean by the end we've been, spent a whole quarter talking about angels and we weren't really sure what they were by the end <laughs> um because of that problem of well they're they're god's contact with us so they are the Gabriel sent to Mary and in the medieval imagery, when, when the angel arrives, God's already there because God is mm. sending the angel and it, you know, God sent the angel and she, he, she, he becomes incarnate even as the angel greets her as it were, or after she says yes, but it's, it's like, there's a, this immediacy and that kind of experience mm. that we have now through this light interface that we have. It's you're literally on the other side of the world from me and we're talking in quote, real time. That's amazing and impossible. And the same kind of problem that, you know, the apparition at Fatima presents of how can she be there and everywhere else in everyone's prayers? Mm -hmm. Well, how can we be here talking to each other? about our friends whom we want to see in person, in the flesh, incarnate. Mm. Yeah. It's the, um, it's life in the ultralight beams. Like yeah, one of Ye's shirts. Mm ultralight beam it's a god dream but the uh he does come up with very yeah, good phrases he does and he and does. i am convinced that he's he's a fellow poet we gotta meet him because gotta you know throw stuff at him and see what he says <laughs> uh that he does it live on camera so i'm persuaded it's him rather than somebody mm -hmm. else writing for him right and he's playing it's like that one of them he's talking about we need to upgrade we need to find ourselves united we need to see who we are yeah. now. I mean, Christ is inviting us to the upgrade. And I do hear, I do hear Ye talking about that. And Milo is obviously, he's talked about it all yeah. along. That's why I became friends with him because he was always, always, always talking about Christ. And 
-hmm. people couldn't hear it because they were obsessed with the sunglasses and maybe i mean it's like the the reflectiveness of that beautiful prayer that he wrote is i want to be like you so that i can burn with love for you so that others seeing me burn with love for you will burn with love as well it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful mm -hmm. prayer yeah it is yeah i got a screenshot of that one but, um the eros to god mm. is agape to mankind which I think it's, we've unpacked as far as we can this tonight <laughs> to be continued, why the disruption of this desire for Christ's presence. And I do think it's a desire for Christ's presence. You don't get to, you're not going to convince me that you get to do it by history of religions and everybody has this like evolutionary desire for lightning. Right? <laughs> as Christians, we say, no, this is the truth and God loves us and he, want, he became incarnate so as to be in relationship with us in this way. And all of this media performance, celebrity culture, is it's parasitic on this longing for, for Christ. Mm. Straight up. And insofar as Balenciaga made those little teddy bears and, and, and showed them with bondage gear, it's parasitic on our recognition that we suffer with Christ in his longing for us which is why he crucified you know died mm -hmm. and his longing for us and his love for us like we'll fight <laughs> it's hard to want to stop eh <laughs> you just got to sit here in the presence I, I put i put the sacred heart back in after passing through the mm. candles, I can go back and forth between this. No, so I have you know Christ with the Sacred Heart, the fire of the candles, um, my friend with Yay. <laughs> oh, and then we can go back, right? And and that the personal, the fire, the longing for God, and everything that we're seeing. That I don't know what Brittany's spiritual life is like. Um, Anything that we see, we, we recognize the evil because it's parasitic on all of this longing for, for God and the light. And what it has mm. to do with children, I think we need to, to, to deal with further in another stream. Yeah, that's a different stream. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> we, we, we're not going to... I might want to fly to Hungary for that stream. Oh, my. Yeah. One day, one day, we're gonna get to do a stream in which we're in the same room together. That I know isn't that's gonna, gonna be amazing. amazing. That's 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 <laughs> now that'll be fascinating because we're we're gonna bu burst this bubble of illusion that we're staring at each other through the camera. Indeed, indeed, it's gonna be so. That's much gonna fun. be great. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's odd though. Can you imagine me? I don't know if anyone realizes. Imagine being friends with someone for years and then having never stood in the same room as that person. Well, we know this. I mean, so this is this is the magic of angels, or AKA media, mm -hmm. um, that we have. There, yeah. There's a famous book, John Boswell's 
uh, I forgot the title, um, about homosexuality, he claimed, in the, in the medieval monastic context, in which we have all these love letters mm-hmm. between the monks, between men who never met. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, all. and so they're they're talking in the language of the scriptures <laughs> and the Song of Songs and the longing for God and you know this very intimate mm-hmm. friendship and it's it's a little difficult to figure out whether they ever actually met in person. So this spiritual friendship is a reality, but mm-hmm. also that we 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 in fact long for it to be um, incarnate. And so we long for God to be with us incarnate because we, I mean, this is, this is the other thing that came up in my class, right? Most of the class we've met in person because we get to meet in person again and going back on zoom. I think some of them, you know, I, I didn't ask them because I didn't want to, you know, down the group, but um, how much people had to spend online and not getting to be incarnate in the last couple of years, we recognize how much it matters that we are, um, physical people, physical beings that, that wear clothes. How's that? <laughs> so, um, well, this I I feel I feel so uh, yeah I feel like this has been a way more like uh, I, I had a stronger this is stronger I had a stricter arc in my head when we st- when I put the slides together, and this one blew out right. This was like in so many other directions than I had planned, which is I think appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> we considering what happened this week. I'd say it's very appropriate. Well, I did. So yeah. We're gonna have to. I don't. The thing is, I don't want to just do celebrity gossip streams because do we? But the thing is, the celebrity gossip is part of this problem that people are caught up in, and we need to. We need to be able to. Stream through it. Hmm. Because we want Christ. Yep. Okay, well, I have cooking to do tomorrow to feed the body because it's Thanksgiving. Oh yes, it's 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 it's, it's it's Puritan Thanksgiving, so we have to pretend to be Yankees tomorrow. <laughs> Not Yankees, darn Yankees, <laughs> silly Yankees. We don't do that. We don't have Thanksgiving because we don't have Puritans. Yeah, probably. Or you didn't have Abraham Lincoln, who you know, whose fortunes are various at the moment, um, making this a national holiday. Yes, eighteen eighteen sixty three. No. This is this is a fake effort at unionization. Whether the South is the South embraces it with grits and you know sweet potatoes. Yeah, okay. that's good. Okay. Right. Well, so enjoy enjoy your uh, Ameri- American communion tomorrow. Well, the only, I mean, the only reason we have it is because Nor- Norman Walkwell did such beautiful, you know, pictures of family dinners and stuff, and and made us all believe that it's real art. Friends, that still watching, all three of you, um, uh, makes us believe things are real. Mm-hmm. We will continue to explore how that is the case next time on the mosaic arc okay we're just gonna stop bye (laughs) good night